Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, February 1st, 2016. Thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. Ah, January is done. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very trying month for a lot of people. That's because of the leftover energy at the end of 2015. 2015 was really about getting us where we need to be in order to be on our soul's path. And that's why it was so difficult for most of us. Uh, As much as we want change, we resist it. So (laughs) there was a lot of resisting last year. And uh, and in the process with the resisting, you know, there's lots of pain, (laughs) crying. Uh, There's been, there was tremendous loss last year. It was just, ugh. And January was the leftover. So beginning of February and moving forward, it should be not as turbulent as long as you've listened for the last 13 months and you are moving down the path you're supposed to be moving down. If you're still resisting, 2016 won't be any easier for you. So you really need to listen to yourself, listen to your soul, and figure out what it is you're supposed to be doing. Like for me, writing. That's why I I stopped doing readings and I stopped doing sex coaching. And last month was my first month I didn't do either, um, with the exception of catching up still on some old readings from purchase in December. And it was weird. I mean, I was on Keen a few times last month, but... It was still weird. <laughs> First time in uh, 15 years. I wasn't actively scheduling reading, so it was strange. But um, it, was a, it was a good month for me overall. And uh, the class Writing Erotica for Fun and Profit starts today. I got a good group of people. Ten people are taking the first class. Uh, it will, it'll come around again, I think, in March. Um, in February, I'm going to be launching another beta course called, um, retentively, it's called Write Your Book, Start Your Business. And it's about how you can write a book and develop an entire business around that book. So watch out for that <laughs> on AllieThies.com. Uh, other good news I have, The Black Triangle. You know, for those of you who've been following me for a while, The Black Triangle is a script I have rewritten time and time again to get it right and submitted to contest after contest after contest. And people usually ignore it because it is, although it is about a love triangle, the backdrop is the Holocaust. The backdrop is the Gypsy Family Camp. So most people, most producers ignore it because of the backdrop, not because of the actual story. But it won second place. Yay! One second place, the TV writer um, spec scriptacular contest. So I was pretty happy. I was pretty happy. Yeah. Of course I wanted first. I mean, who wouldn't? But I'm pretty damn happy with second. I will take it. <laughs> I will take it. So yay! Uh, also, last week... Um, a guy that I've known my entire life. Um, he was the father of one of my best friends and spent a lot of time over at his house and with the family from first grade up until, gosh, 
three, four years after graduation because um, his daughter and I went to Kent State together. Um, I flunked out of Kent State because I majored in drinking. Um, she, however, went on and graduated. Um, but he died last week in a very um, stupid and preventable accident. Now, I know accidents are called accidents because you don't mean for them to happen. But this really was a preventable <laughs> accident. Um, Mr. B always was very impatient and, and had a hot temper, and he always had to be someplace. Even when he was retired, he had to be someplace. And he, him and his wife, they had a door put in at their house. Um, he didn't like the way it was done, so he told his wife, I'm going to run to the hardware store, which is five minutes away, and I'm going to pick up something, and I'll come back and fix it because I can do better. So he goes and he picks it up. He's on the way home. He is literally under a minute away from his house. And there's a car in front of him that's not going as fast as he wants to. So he decides to try to pass it. Now, whether him and all of his years of driving, and he was really a fantastic driver, or there was road rage from the guy in front of him, I, we don't know yet, still under investigation, but he sideswiped the car he was passing. That sideswipe sent him off the road into a tree where, uh, I won't even describe his injuries, but they were horrific and he died at the hospital uh, the next day. But it was a wake-up call. Um, not only that, you know, you need to get your, your, whatever you need to get done, you need to get done and quit screwing around, but to slow down. That wherever you need to get to, wherever it is, it's not as important as your life. It never is. No matter how important we think it is. It never is as important as our life. So here was a perfectly healthy man who was in retirement, him and his wife are traveling all over the world, and he died because he was impatient. So, something to think about. Now, that said, let us get to the tarot overview of the week. Now, how this is done is I have three cards in front of me, and you pick card one, two, or three, and whatever cards you pick, uh, that is how the overview of this coming week is going to be for you. Um... And no changing cards when I tell you what each card is. So I'm going to have you pick one. I have the Jeopardy song here all queued up. So you ready? Okay. Trust your intuition and pick one, two, or three. There we go. I love that song. I'm really happy that nobody can see me <laughs> when that song's on because I can never help but like dance <laughs> when it's on ever since I was little and started watching that show. Anyways, so what did you pick? Did you pick a one, a two, or a three? Now, I pick stuff for myself and I pick it before I turn the cards over. I sit for a few seconds and I just, which one am I drawn to the most? Uh, I picked card one, by the way. I'll just tell you right up front. <coughs> this week, I'm using the Gateway Oracle Cards by Denise Lynn. Um, if you've never checked out Denise Lynn, her last name is spelled L-I-N-N. I highly suggest you do. I have been a follower of hers. Oh, I don't even know now. Um, she did a book on space cleaning. Uh, got 15... 20 years ago, I don't even know anymore. But it was one of my first metaphysical books in my collection. And um, 
she's she's just wonderful. She's a wonderful human being, and um, I enjoy her immensely, her wisdom. And okay, so card number one, if you chose one, the energy for you this week is about communicating freely. And it's all about letting your soul, letting the truth of you be heard. Uh, when we speak freely and openly, it's a from a seat of power when we speak up. And when I say see, speak up, it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you tell somebody that what you don't like or you tell somebody what you do like. You're speaking from your soul. You're speaking from your heart. You're getting what's in you out And communication doesn't necessarily have to be speaking. It can be through the written word. It can be through art. Um, It can be through uh, solo performance on stage. But it's communicating what's inside out. You know, you have a lot of stuff in you. You have a lot of wisdom, a lot of creativity, a lot of worldliness. Even if you've never left your state, you do have a lot of worldliness because this life is not your only life. You have a lot of information in your soul and you need to look within and find that information. And then you need to speak your truth. So for this week, that's what it's all about. It's about communicating freely. Okay. Now, if you pick card number two, it is all about healing the past. Oh, yes. Healing the past. Um, your past in this life and, of course, past lives always affect your present. There's a powerful healing going on for you right now. It's under the surface. It may not be noticeable, but it is going on. It is dissolving um, old blocks, limitations, those that have been, those things that have been keeping you idle. It's getting in there and it's, you know, kicking them out. <laughs> now, when stuff like this happens, when stuff's being kicked out and you're healing, you're going to have a lot of past stuff that you buried bubbling up to the surface. Take what's up there. Take what's bubbling up. You're probably not going to like it because that's why you buried it. Acknowledge it. Say, you know what? I don't like you. <laughs> I understand you're still here and you suck and it's time for you to go away. And then ask one of the archangels if you want to come in and get it, whether it's Archangel Michael. Um, he's my go-to guy, which I think he's most people's go-to guy um, for you know ridding ourselves of something. Because he's just so good at it. So maybe ask Archangel Michael to come in and help you take, take away those, um, those memories, those feelings that you have buried deep within you. And then if you chose card number three, it's all about trusting your intuition. It's all about listening with your heart and acting on your gut instincts. You know, trust that you're being guided. You know, you don't have those feelings those things are going left or right or should you or shouldn't you it, they don't come out of the blue they're they're not a fluke of nature they're your intuition it's your soul telling you yay or nay the biggest thing about intuition i get this question still all the time how how do you know how do you know to listen to your intuition <laughs> well listen to it and find out what happens if you go to apply for a job and your intuition is going, I know you need the money, but huh, 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 it's, it's just, no, it, you're not going to like it. And you get the job and it turns out to be a shithole. Well, yeah, you should have listened to your intuition. If you go and you're not too sure about applying for a job, I don't know if I could do it. And you apply for it because your gut's telling you to do so and you get it. 
And believe it or not, you'll be up for the task and you'll do fine. But some people like to keep a journal, like when they're going to make a decision and they will ask themselves, how's this going to work? Yay or nay? Left or right? And listen to the first answer that pops up. You write it down and then you can either listen to it or choose the opposite and then write down what happens. What happens if you listen to it? What happens if you didn't listen to it? But that's how you develop your intuition. That's how you listen more. Okay, so card number one was about communicating freely. Card number two was all about healing the past. Should I stop? Huh. So I'm not exactly sure what happened there. My program stopped. So I'm hoping that you cut the three cards I just said because I wasn't paying any attention to the recording. Did you, you know, card A, communicating freely, card B, healing the past, and card three, trust your intuition. Huh. I don't know why I did that. This goddamn computer. (laughs) I'm sorry, but me and this computer, we have issues. And, uh, you know, now that Mercury Retrograde is gone this time around, it really needs to step up and get off my butt. (sighs) That said, (laughs) that said, let's go to our topic of the week. Which is, is your regret number one on this list? Now, over the years, I've talked to many people about what do they regret and what do they not regret? Or do they have any regrets? Let's just put it that way. Do you have any regrets? And people have asked me the same question. And, you know, I've, I've, and I thought about it again because I went to the calling hours last night for my friend's father. I thought, I wonder if he regrets anything. Um, Part of the accident. But other than that, did... I wonder if he regrets anything. Um, for myself, I, I keep looking back. Yeah, do, do I regret getting married to either one of those people? Um, I, no, I don't. Uh, because every everything I've done up to this point in time has made me me. Um, so the only, t- the only two things, if I really think about it, that I, I get, no, three things, if I really think about it, is the fact that I had a chance to graduate a year early from high school, and I didn't, because I want to stick around with my friends, so kick myself in the ass for that one. <coughs> two, I've wanted to be a writer since I was eight years old, and I'm just now doing it. So, you know, there's a gap in there. I wish I, I could have closed it. And three, when I sold my pet sitting business back in 1997 or 98, I wish I just would have taken the money and banked it instead of turning it around and starting the all natural um, dog treat business. Because uh, I lost my shirt in that business. It was a good business. I mean, it. It wasn't a good business. It was a damn good dog treat, though. Oh, yeah. that's That was right before all the all-natural treats and the wholesome goodness stuff that you found dog treats now really hit home, you know, really started to take off. I'm always before, I'm always at the beginning of the curve, not in the middle. Um, but my dog treats were awesome. Pampered Pals. Pampered Pals Gourmet Canine Cookies. Um, but, yeah, they, they were quite nummy. And I would um, make them and vacuum seal them and send them all over uh, the U.S. Even had them in stores. Uh, Yeah. Ah. So, although they were good 
good treats. <laughs> and they were soft. I made them because my dog, Indiana Jones, didn't have any teeth. And I wanted to make treats easy for him. So that's how I, that's how I started making them. Um, but yeah, so if I look back on regrets, I suppose, um, I guess those would be my three. Um, but really, if, you know, let's think about this. No, I, I, I guess I don't regret it. And just work with me here because most people don't have definite, you know, you have to think about it for a little bit. We think about your regrets. Had I not done the dog treat business, then I would not have lost my house and everything that I owned, which would not have forced me to move to Worcester. Had I not moved to Worcester, I would not have started doing readings online. Um, had I not moved to Worcester, I would not have watched the one movie that changed the course of my life forever because my neighbors down here forced me to watch it. Um, so, yeah. So if you think about it that way, that really can't be a regret. So take that off the list. It's not a regret anymore. Uh, so I still have the high school. Yeah, that's really not a regret. I don't regret not graduating early. I should have, but I really would have missed my friends. So, which leaves me with, what was the middle one? Oh, writing. Yes, yes, writing. Um, that one stays in place. <laughs> that one stays in place. But listen to the one that stays in place. Okay, not graduating early, uh, or whatever. Not um, taking my money and banking it. Eh, you know, the hindsight of one in three, I turned out just fine. The middle one, the not in the middle not writing like I've always wanted to since I was eight years old. I mean, I did between the ages of eight and 26. 26? Yes. However, when I was 23 and got divorced the first time, my ex-husband destroyed everything I wrote from age eight up to 23. So all those wonderful ideas and stories were gone. So I started brand new from 23 and then I stopped writing at 26 um, because of meeting, well actually 28 because of meeting husband number two I shouldn't say because, it was my choice Um, so yeah I did write a little bit up to 28, then from 28 up till well 20 years, 28 to 48 it took a time out even though I did write seven books it's, I'm still not writing as much as I, I always have should have and writing the book Dreamers. It's still not on my website yet, I know. Uh, but that's a not. It's a not. Um, not doing something. Not following my soul's dream. Not following my dream of storytelling. What is your not? Because I find that the knots, whatever not is, is the number one regret. And I thought about this actually for quite some time, and I ran across a video last night Um, And I post the URL to the video in the show's notes. Um, This person did an experiment in New York City. They put up this chalkboard. And I think over top it says, what is your biggest regret? And the majority of the people that wrote on that chalkboard, it was that they didn't do something. I did not do something. You know, not following my dream, not taking that job, not marrying my high school sweetheart, not taking that chance, not taking that chance. You know, we don't we don't take chances. We play it safe for the most part, most of us. 
and then we're impatient because things aren't going how we want to get them, you know, how, how we ha- want to have them done. So how can we do this? How can we take not off the top of our regret list? How can we took, take not and turn that regret into action? Hmm? How can we turn it into action? Well, first of all, you need to figure out what your number one regret is. And I'm going to bet it's a not. Um, you take that regret and you, you, you write it down someplace. Okay? Get yourself a, um, you know, a, a nice big, um, it doesn't have to be big, but a <laughs> poster board. And put, write it out, the regret up top. What did you do? And then underneath, write how your life will change if you do do it. So by not writing my book or my screenplays, you know, how will life change if I turn that not into a do now? Well, I'm finding out because I've done that. But with your poster board and the lettering up top, but with what what your regret is, (coughs) underneath, it does not necessarily have to be a vision board. It can be, you know, post-it notes that you put up there. You know, how your life would be different. Um, it can be pictures. It can be um, pages out of a book. You know, print a page off of a book if you read books online and stick it up there. You know, how would your life be different? Does this passage fit how your life would be different if you take that chance? And then put it someplace where you're going to see it. Life is just too damn short for us not to take chances. I know me taking this chance, me writing, me doing this is going to take me out of this house. And that terrifies the crap out of me. Having to move, having to find some place for myself, my son and 12 animals. Um, I don't ever think I'll lose my house. That's not what makes me leave. My writing opens up an opportunity and that's why we leave. And it, it's very frightening to me um, as a Taurus for change. Uh, so, yes. Um, but back to what I was saying. So you have the poster board. You put it someplace where you can see it. If you don't want to do a poster board, write it on an index card. Stick it on your desk. Take it to your work. Put it in your work drawer. So when you open up your drawer for stuff, there's the card sitting right on top. You know, put it someplace where you will see it. Okay, where you will come in contact with it on a daily basis, or at least five days out of the week. A rose quartz will help you look at this list and not feel pain, but to remember to love yourself, to honor yourself, and to move forward with this list. If you also have a moldavite, moldavite is wondrous energy. And not everybody can wear or use a moldavite because it is so, so, so strong. So I recommend this, the Moldavite in small doses until you you realize if you can tolerate the energy or not. But the Rose Quartz will help loving yourself, loving your decisions, and helping you love yourself to move forward to take that regret off your regret list, okay, and to change your life. And the Moldavite will give you the energy to move forward with it, okay? I was trying to think if there's any flower essences. There is, but I didn't write any down. Um... Uh, blackberry. Blackberry flower essences are excellent also for moving forward. So yes, if your regret is number one on the list, which 
I'm going to bet it is. It's time to change it. Okay? Okay, because I love you. <laughs> Do I love you. I love each and every one of you who listen to me. And I want you to have the life you want. And it's possible. It's possible. And I'm, I'm proof. Because, you know, people ask me all the time, don't you work for anybody else? Are you, and I go, no. <laughs> I don't work for anybody else. I've tried. I'm not going to lie. I've tried to get jobs. Nobody will touch me. Even with my wealth of <laughs> knowledge. Um, with everything from marketing to sales to accounting. Um, and it baffles me. Anyways. But they're surprised that I don't work for anybody else. And somehow I, I, I still squeak by. And it was squeaking by, but I'm not, I'm not going to squeak by anymore because I'm following my soul's path. And I want you to do the same. I don't want you to squeak by in any, any respect, whether it's money or love or opportunities or joy. I don't want you to skimp on anything. Alrighty, folks. So thank you for joining me here at Ask Alley. If you like this episode, please rate on iTunes and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I hopefully can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, also at AllieThies.com. You guys have yourself a fabulous week, and I'll catch you next Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.